listening to Good Morning, the podcast talking all things grief with honesty and humor. Welcome back to the Good Morning podcast and to our special bonus Christmas episode. Just when you thought you guys got rid of us for the year, we had to come back and come in hot with a Christmas special bonus because we know how much it means to you guys. Our our last last year's Christmas episode had over like 12,000 listens so early on. So we know how much, you know, it's so important for you guys to... Yeah, I think that was in like the first couple of weeks, wasn't it? And Yeah. Well, I mean, Christmas is bloody tough, isn't it? When you're grieving, whether you're a few months in or a few years in, it can be a really difficult time of year. So I think having that sense of solidarity and having an outlet that you can feel connected to and knowing that you're not alone because I think Christmas is so jolly isn't it and it's like you know the season to be cheerful and that's kind of pressed upon us all the time and when you're not feeling cheerful you can feel like quite isolated I think yes Sal what's your number one tip for surviving Christmas well mum died like literally a month just just over a month before Christmas and her funeral was the 17th of December so a week before Christmas so Christmas is pretty heavy on the milestone front for me and I remember I actually flew back to Australia I think it was two days after mum's funeral and I arrived back in Australia a couple of days before Christmas and I, the last thing I felt like was celebrating. And I remember mm. I went to a friend's barbecue on Christmas Eve. It was me and and mum's partner, Richard, who'd come back to Australia with us. And I remember people like, you know, they were like, you know, celebrating in a really good mood. And I felt so out of place. Mm-hmm. And I felt so alien. And my emotions were on a knife edge. And people were asking me like oh you know what you did for Christmas and I I actually like had to leave I think I'd said to someone oh sorry I've you know I buried my mum a couple of days ago I don't feel like myself right now and I actually had to leave and I remember I got home and I just cried for the rest of the day um and it was just so raw so what I have learned about Christmas (laughs) is if you don't feel like celebrating Christmas and it's a really difficult time for you of year for you it's okay to just do what is right for you like that year I didn't really I didn't Christmas just wasn't a thing it wasn't on the on the radar and I needed to just look after myself and not feel like I had to celebrate anything because I wasn't anything that I felt like celebrating and I felt so exhausted and emotional and just completely out of sorts I didn't feel like socializing either like and I really didn't feel like myself at the most social bloody time of the year right when everyone's coming together and being festive and yeah and I think giving myself permission that it was okay to just do what felt right for me and if that if that meant hunkering down and just resting and not going out there and getting sozzled and um, <laughs> feeling like I had to be, you know, super social, that was okay. Like, just giving myself that permission, that's actually, I think, one of the biggest tips I have for surviving Christmas. Mm-hmm. Good tip. What about you, Im? I, Christmas is a funny one. I, it's definitely just not the same since mum died and 
mum was the glue that held us all together, like mm-hmm. brought us all together. And, and it's so different with, without her. And it's that, like, I think that feeling of loneliness, like that, that seat at the table of that person that's not there and their absence is so strongly felt, especially around that time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously I have a, a child, she's four and I basically just make it about her now because I'm just not in the, not in the Christmas mood. And I think that really helps me take it outside of myself and, and just try to make it amazing for her and, and create new traditions that hopefully she will remember and pass down to her family. And yeah, so I just make it all about Layla mm-hmm. and take the pressure off trying to make it a time that I want for myself. I don't know. It's just, it's really hard. And like this year, every year is different too, which I know you can relate to. Every year is so different. I think, was it last year we were feeling really festive? Last year we were feeling festive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. were super festive and this year I'm not and I just want to get away. Um, so yeah, it's it's so different year to year too. So just like you, just, just honor where you're at. Totally. And And give yourself permission. And I think as well, like for some people, they might find Christmas a a relief, a break from the grief. They might really enjoy getting into the festive spirit. They might really Mm -hmm. enjoy being, you know, around people, socialising, because we all cope differently, right? There's no one size fits all. For some people, it might be a chance to create new traditions, to talk about their people, remember their people, especially if you've got kids. I know a lot of listeners last year said that they get away for Christmas and they find going away, having that change of scenery, being somewhere that isn't a reminder of their grief can be really helpful, which is what you're doing in this year, right? Um, Do you know, yeah. Do you know what it is? I think I've really nailed like what this feeling is, is I don't come from a big family and this time of year is quite triggering for people that you know don't have that all the uncles and aunts like I do I do have that but it's so disconnected yes like because I come from a broken home I was always like Christmas day was always like oh I'll go see dad for a bit and then I'll go to my mum's for a bit and then my stepmom and then my you know it's always so broken up and then when I lost mum I just lost a whole chunk of that day of what I would do and yeah. I, it's it's a lonely time because I don't have that one house that we all go to and like have a massive Christmas like festive time I just don't have that here it's not my reality and it's really it's lonely yeah I can relate to that actually I yeah. I've always even before mum died I've always felt that I think our family was not like a you know family unit wasn't very festive anyway yeah parents you know didn't necessarily always see eye to eye you know so it was it was never that feeling in our family and then and then kind of yeah so then Christmas would be going to my mum's and it wasn't Mm. festive at all like she was kind of like your mum she wasn't really festive you know sometimes she couldn't really be asked with the whole thing um (laughs) (laughs) um so there's never this and then there's this societal kind of Mm. expectation or portrayal about Christmas being you know the most wonderful time of the year and you can feel it can feel lonely you can judge yourself and being an expat out here not having that family and having friends here but you know if you're friends with a lot of people from Australia they're probably doing their thing with their family at Christmas again it's like it is lonely and I think it's I think a lot of people feel shame around that, don't they? Yes. I got, um, shame is exactly it. I got so triggered watching the Kardashians 
don't judge me guys um but it was like that whole thing around like Christmas is the best time of year and the family comes together and it's just so amazing and we live for it and we love it and I'm just like fuck I don't even like what does that even look like you know it's such a big family affair and I think that is the societal expectation of what Christmas is but for a lot of us that's just not the reality it's not it's not and um and it's okay if you don't come from a big family and if you you know it's okay if your Christmas doesn't look like the TV adverts or you know and it's okay if it does as well right if you love Christmas and you come from a big family that's great like it's so individual isn't it and I think Mm. it's yeah it's having these honest conversations well the thing is yeah like some people probably listening to this going oh I do have that big family thing but I still feel lonely or I still don't want to go or I still go and it just doesn't feel the same without my person who's no longer alive like you know it's god so 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 many ways you could slice it you know (laughs) (laughs) but I think when you are grieving it is um a reminder isn't it it's a reminder Mm. of our people it's a reminder of that time of year because it is so hinged on family and loved ones and coming together so it amplifies their absence doesn't it yes what do you do in to honor your mum and keep her memory alive at this time of year well, a really simple thing that I do, well, is, again, it's a little tradition I've created with Layla is we set up the Christmas tree and um, regular listeners will know that my spiritual sign for my mom is a butterfly. Um, and so we've got butterflies all over the tree and a giant big butterfly that goes where the star would go. So that's one way that I honour her every year around this time of year. And it's a beautiful um, thing to do with Layla too and keep her feeling connected with mum. Are you going to decorate a twig? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. If you've listened to the last Christmas episode, you will know that we never had a Christmas tree in my household growing up. Um, we had a twig. So my mum was quite arty and she would get a big fucking twig from the garden and we'd decorate the twig. And I love that and I miss it so much. But it's it's so funny and so povo when I think <laughs> She was like anti-establishment, not going to conform to getting a Christmas yeah, tree. I think so. I'm going to do something different, not like I can't afford a Christmas tree, so no, I'm just going to make do with a twig. Very Dickensian, that is, isn't it? Yeah, it wasn't I can't afford a Christmas tree. My mum, like, even though we didn't have heaps of money, like she, if she wanted something, she'd get it. And I've very much got that mentality. Um, but it was just, it wasn't, the materialistic world wasn't important to her. So whatever society was doing, she didn't want to conform. So that very anti-establishment. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Which I yeah. love. Yeah. Yeah. My mum was a bit like that, but I think in a much more muted way. Um, <laughs> Tell us what was on your Christmas tree, Sal. So my mum used to always have this thing. I think because I liked Miss Piggy when I was growing up, when I was really young. And then she used to always send me like Miss Piggy birthday cards and buy me Miss Piggy like things because she said that I was a diva like Miss Piggy um and so there was a little stuffed Miss Piggy that she used to put on top of the tree instead of an angel and every year my friend Neil who's very tall would go into the attic (laughs) and she'd get him to help help her put the Christmas tree up and Miss Piggy would go on the top so when I was clearing mum's house out I was like I've got to take Miss Piggy so Miss Piggy now goes on top of our Christmas tree as a reminder of mum. And I also do um, a volunteer on Christmas morning 
um, at a lunch for people who um, maybe don't have anywhere to go, yeah. are socially isolated, maybe they don't have anywhere to live or just, you know, need some connection. Um, so I do that and I know that's something that mum would have done and so I feel like I'm channeling her when I do that. So there are ways that I, I honour her and keep her as part of Christmas. I love those things and it's such a, it's, it's such beautiful ways to honour your mum too. And we talk about how to honour our loved ones in a whole chapter in our book too, don't we? So if you haven't read that yet, guys, we've got some super relatable grief support for you to get through the festive season, but also just, yeah, how how, how we can honour our people and create those traditions, right? Yes, we've actually got tips on how to get through the festive season and other big milestones. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't read our book, it's definitely a good little Christmas gift for yourself or for a, um, a griefy mate and we've got our affirmation cards as well yes the affirmation cards are a beautiful little gift idea if you are wanting to gift yourself a christmas present or someone in your family or someone you know that's grieving to give yourself the grif- the grift the give yourself grift the grift yourself. give yourself a gift of grief support And before we get into all of our griefy Christmas messages and tips, we are obviously at the end of the year now, and we just want to thank you guys for tuning in to our podcast all year. It means so much to us, and this community means everything, and we love hearing your messages as well and your advice. And if you are looking for ways to continue to support Good Morning, some of the things that you can do that can be really helpful for us is subscribing to our podcast, super easy, whichever podcast platform you're listening to, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review or a rating that also really helps our podcast grow and get seen by people who need it purchase our book that's another way to help support us and also review our book if you have bought it already jump onto whichever pod whichever platform you bought it on if you bought it online and just leave us a cheeky little review and also just spread the word you know let people know about good morning and what we do and these are all ways that you can keep us going and they're really helpful to us and they shouldn't take too long out of your day. And another thing that you can do is join our Good Morning membership. We've got a wait list going, guys. Jump on there. You can find it in the show notes. We've got so much coming, so many exciting things on board for Good Morning. And we just want to thank you all for being part of this with us, don't we, Sal? We do. Thank you, guys. And we're just, yeah, wishing you all um, a Christmas that is okay for you and however it is for you that you take care of yourself. And we're going to jump into the messages now and hear from you all. Hey, guys. So my name is Sandra and my mum passed away 11 years ago, which is crazy to say more than a decade. And Christmas is the hardest time of the year for me because it was her favorite. It was her favorite time of the year. And what helps me is her spirit, her spirit of the holiday. She was always singing and dancing. She had music playing all the time. She would bake for Christmas. And I get through the holidays by simply following her traditions. We used to put up a nativity scene. Every single year, and I remember one thing she told me, is even if I'm not alive, I want you to still do it. Because I love the nativity scene, and it means a lot to me. So every year, I do that nativity scene for my mom. And it makes me so happy to celebrate the holidays, because 
I know that she is with me celebrating. I just can't physically see or feel her. I know she's there and she would be sad if I didn't celebrate the holidays because Christmas was the most joyful time of the year for her. I want to live through her and I am living through her by making the holidays exciting, fun. Do I get sad over the holidays? Absolutely I do. But a key tip that helps me during the holidays is remembering what we used to do and continuing on that tradition. Don't stop because stopping that tradition will make you even sadder. Continue on those traditions and remember how much your loved one loved the holidays. My advice to someone who's approaching their first Christmas without a loved one is to think about it, like think about the pain, feel the pain before Christmas Eve and Christmas Day arrive. Otherwise, you'll be on the couch sobbing like I was last year, um, unable to leave my house on Christmas Day. Um, Otherwise... If you're not able to, you know, feel it and think about it before Christmas Eve or Christmas Day arrive, set aside time right in the morning on one of those days to just cry Um, and get a safe person to be there with you while you do it. If that makes you feel better, otherwise just do it alone. Hey, good morning, friends. Um, I'm coming to you from North Carolina in America, and I just want to say, first of all, I would say buy somebody Sal and M's book would be the best thing you could do. But also, um, one thing that I try to do over the years to remember our three of our four closest people that died right next, almost at Christmas time is to write about them tell those stories, but to write down all the memories you can possibly think of. And the last thing I would say is to tell the people in your life who are still here what they mean to you. Um, This has been a reminder to me how important it is to write that note. And I don't mean a text or an email. I mean, write that note and tell the people, invite them, uh, tell them what they mean to you. And I think that is about it. Anyway, Hope that you guys are doing well. Hey, Selenium. Merry Christmas. My top tip for surviving griefmas is to outsource. Just get someone else to buy the presents, buy the food, do the catering, whatever. Pay them, whatever you've got to do. Make it as simple as possible. Give yourself the least amount of things to do as possible. And if people don't like it, that's their problem. And uh, our first Christmas, my sister and I just got an Airbnb and hid in our little bubble because we couldn't deal with the outside world enjoying Christmas. And this is the first time in five years, and I'm actually excited about Christmas. So there's hope that you can get there. Fake it till you make it. (laughs) I lost my mom um, four years ago in October 2019 when I was 21 and uh, she was hit by a car and it was really sudden and tragic. And I would say um, my best advice is to just not expect 
uh, the holidays to just ever be the same anymore. They are hard, but um, knowing that the magic of Christmas that she created, I won't be able to replace. um, Because when you try to force the feeling, it is feels fake and, um, and, and genuine. So I would just say, um, get ready to create your own traditions and that might take you years. Um, this will be our fifth Christmas without her and I still haven't found my new tradition yet, but I will. And I'll be able to, um, create my own Christmas magic and not make hers feel any less. This will be my first Christmas without my soul sister. Um, She passed away shortly before Christmas last year. And so I don't have any tried and true tips that I know work. But um, one thing I'm trying to do is be very patient with myself and not put pressure on myself this year. Um, not make too many plans that are set in stone in case um, I'm having a grief bomb day. Um, yeah, so I think that we should all just make sure we're very patient and loving with ourselves and set some boundaries that allow us freedom um, and space during the holidays. Leaving the country in order to avoid celebrating the first year without my uh, sister who has passed away recently, just to be in a different environment, avoiding to think about the recent loss. Hi, fellow grievers. This is my second holiday season without my dad. The first one, I honestly don't really remember too much about it. Um, very much still in the shock phase of things. And this Christmas is hitting extra hard and is proving to be really trying. And something that I've experienced so far in this holiday season is that you're just not going to be able to meet everyone's expectations of what they want out of their perfect Christmas. And that's not your job. Um, My plan this year is just to do my best, to show up when I can. Other people's expectations I don't think are going to be going away, and definitely the stress and pressure of the holiday season is not going to go away. So if I don't take care of myself, then I'm not likely to be able to engage, or this season's going to remain really, really hard for me for the rest of my life. And that's not what I want. so yeah, this is just in solidarity of all my other grievings who are grievers who are not feeling it and would rather just crawl into a hole. Yeah, my main goal this year is just to take care of myself as best I can and hopefully uh, others can find ways to take care of themselves as well. Thanks, l What helps me get through the holidays after losing a loved one is carrying on the traditions that my grandmother started and always looked forward to each and every year. What also helps is I light a candle 
that I only light specifically around the holidays that represents my grandmother and just reminds me of her um, and brings me just this sense of like calmness. Um, and then I also just speak to my grandmother and talk with her as if she was here. And remember all those memories with the family and her and just talking about those during these times. Hi, my name's Alice. I'm currently 26, but by the age of 18, I'd actually lost both my parents or my grandparents. Um, a really close aunt who was my mum's sister and quite a lot of other family members as well, sort of great aunts and, and that sort of thing. Um, also in the last year, actually it was in October of last year, I lost my aunt who um, my brother and I had moved in with after my mum passed away because she was the last of our parents to pass away. So she was very much like a, a mum and had been for the last eight and a half years. So um, so yes, and she she actually died in October of last year. So dealing with loss around Christmas is something that's, that's very fresh to in my mind um having dealt with it for so many years but also last year was the first year without my aunt which was something very different so my top tip is to try and include them in the day try and include their memory include something that reminds you of them so my aunt always used to make us stockings every year for Christmas um her two children are sort of in their late 30s early 40s now so we're all too old to be getting stockings me at 26 as well um but she would always make them regardless so last year we sort of made each other stockings made a little tombola in her memory shared some lovely memories tried to include her in the day and that really helped um you know grief is ever expanding and you know grief never goes away it, it just shrinks so it's really important to focus on the good things and to include them in the day I think. My name is Madeline. I'm 32 years old from Brisbane, Australia, and um, I lost my dad on the 5th of September this year at age 59. He was three weeks shy of 60. Um, my dad had received a terminal cancer diagnosis on the 15th of August, three weeks before he passed away, um, and he had previously been very healthy. This time last year, I could never have imagined that this would be my life. It has not been a long, horrific battle with cancer. It was a very short battle. Um, three days before Dad passed away, on the 2nd of September, um, I got married um, and Dad was there to walk me down the aisle. I could never have imagined the best day and the worst day of my life would happen in a 72-hour period. Um, I have a lot of trauma around my wedding. Um, my husband and I bought a house earlier this year with the idea that we would have Christmas with both of our families, which will not happen. But I think my mum and my sister and my brother and my husband's family will be with me. So we will be able to um, share our memories of dad and our love of him. My dad passed away after Christmas. Um, it'll be two years this December. And one thing that I do is I try to look for signs from my dad to bring me comfort during the holiday season. One thing super amazing that happened last year was my husband and I went to go cut down our Christmas tree. And this was something that I did with my dad and my family growing up. And we went down to cut our Christmas tree. We brought it inside the house and there was a ladybug on our Christmas tree and then I took the ladybug outside and I was like, wow, that's so weird. Like, what a cool coincidence. And then 
over the next couple of weeks in December last year, I kept seeing ladybugs on our tree or in our place. Um, and I definitely knew it was a sign for my dad. And then this year, we just went down to cut our Christmas tree down over this past weekend. And when we got back, um, I went to go run some errands and my husband was putting the tree in the stand and on our tree was another ladybug. So I definitely think looking for signs from your loved one can bring comfort and doing things to honor them and their honor and in their memory that they used to do or you used to do with them can bring a lot of comfort during the holidays. Thanks so much for letting us share. Hi, everybody. This is Beth. And I'm just giving your name because M said it would be okay to share this new resource with everyone. It is called Uncrushed. It's a new book. I've just released it. Um, and it's um, available pretty much everywhere but Kindle around the world. And in the U.S., it's available anywhere you buy books. But um, the whole purpose is to help you go through the hard times, but to realize that there really can be better and joy-filled life on the other side. Just want to speak to anyone who's feeling kind of isolated and crushed right now. Um, talk to somebody. Tell a friend. Tell a counselor. Tell someone you trust. I just want you to know there will be bright, brighter days. It's not always going to be this hard. And wishing you um, that you'll find comfort and peace and surround yourself with people that love you this holiday season. Thanks, everybody. Hi, Sal and Im. Um, I just want to say I have your guys' book. I listen to your podcast, and I think you're both just um incredibly amazing with what you guys do so I saw this opportunity to share a little bit about my story so I thought that would be really um uh important <laughs> I suppose but um yeah I just thought that I um could give a little bit of maybe generalized advice so for reference my dad passed away when I was nine and then my mum passed away when I was 19 so um I'm 27 now so um you know, I'm, I've been through it. I'm, you know, I'm still going through it. Um, and I suppose my generalized advice to people would be there's no, um, timeline or specific way to grieve. Um, grief is such a incredibly unique experience for each and every person. So I have three other siblings and we all grieve very differently and that's fine. Um, and some yet generalized advice is just, you know, they're alive through our memories still so talking to them writing letters wearing their favorite colors singing their favorite songs is just all things that keep them alive um in our memories at least and for christmas i would just say be kind to yourself don't force yourself to be happy just because it's christmas if i've learned anything about the holidays during a time of grief is that it never gets easier and if I was going to give any advice to anyone who's in mourning or grieving, it would be those traditions that you used to do with your loved one during the holidays. Keep doing them. Even if you are sobbing and screaming and crying during it, keep doing them. It's a way to keep their memory alive. It's a way to honor all of the holidays you did have with them. And there's no expectations. You could be 15 years down the line and you don't cry when you hang up their favorite ornament, but you still miss them. Grieving will always be here, but so will those traditions. It gives you a moment to stop and connect with them, to bring in other loved ones so that they can also cherish those memories. 
And above all else, be patient with yourself during the holidays. You'll get through it. God, we love you guys. Some absolute bangers of advice and tips there. And just what I think it's just what we need at this time of year, isn't it? Knowing that you're not alone when it can feel so bloody lonely. It really can. We hope that however you spend the 50... <laughs> festive season guys it's been a big year um however you spend final push, final push come on i can do it i can do it um no jokes aside however you spend the festive season this episode we hope it helps you and just remember guys you're not alone it's okay to forget that it's christmas if that's what you feel like doing or go wild and celebrate away there is no one size fits all so we're not going to say merry christmas we're going to say have a christmas whatever that looks like to you just have a christmas and yes, don't judge mate. yourself have a christmas <laughs> absolutely and before we go if you want to honor your loved one this christmas you want to share a story about them or just a tribute then check out my tributes in the link we've partnered with them and they're a great platform to share stories about your loved one and keep their memory alive and guys thank you so much for all your support this year we're going to be back in early 2024 with a new season but until then have a Christmas and so much love to you all. Love you guys. Bye.